Hello and welcome back to an educated view on the only podcast that forgot that World War Three was supposed to happen two weeks ago. Darn, darn. We're about to get drafted. Hello and welcome to an un. <laughs> Hello and welcome to an uneducated view on the only state trying to allow emojis on state issued license plates. Cause I guess why not? Hello and welcome to an uneducated view on the only podcast to name itself after a beer and proceed to kill multiple people around the world. Oh, I get it now. See, he, he, <laughs> it's 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 Rona season. It's See, Rona he, season. he said this before we started. I didn't understand the joke, but I get it now. I'm happy. Crack open I'm, a I'm, sat- I'm satisfied. <laughs> All right. Wash your hands, people. Wash your hands. Yeah. And don't sneeze. For God's sake, don't (laughs) sneeze on others. Cover your mouth and nose. (laughs) You know, I heard in Japan, if you're sick, it's pretty common practice to have those masks on you. Like, we should do that here. Why don't we do that here? It's a very um, nice thing of them. Yeah. Very nice of them. Well, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. This is episode five, and as Jacques wanted to say in the last episode, we are halfway to double digits, right, Jacques? Yeah, if you round up, we're at ten, so, you know, pretty good. We've made it this We're far. no longer at zero episodes, if you round anyhow. Or, anyway. or negative episodes, because we had so many unreleased ones. Yeah, we, That's should, true. we should just compile those together one day, and then... Then we really are at 10. If you count all the ones that we tried to record or did record and never that never saw the light of day, then we're really at 10. Yeah, it's like a Patreon-only episode, you know? Ooh, yeah. Or uh, we can like, release an EP. An EP. <laughs> that, has, that, that connotes, like, we have music, though, and, like... I mean, you know, that I sounds good. Y- your voice is music to my ears, Jacques. Oh, it's, uh, it's avant-garde art, you know. It's almost Valentine's Day, you know. We got to get in the mood. Should we get a BizTech Valentine's episode? Or, or just like, like, a... like set people up. <laughs> dating yeah, with BizTech. Yeah, dating that... with BizTech. We'll just get like some people from our club and then we'll put them together and then we'll put a mic there and oh, see what happens. Oh. Oh. We, we should. should do... uh, yeah. Sorry. sorry. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was really insane. Um... <laughs> um wasn't that a thing like a few years ago? The forty questions to make you fall in love. It was like oh, the I New York that. Times published an article. It was like thirty six oh. questions, and they almost guaranteed or something like that that you'd fall in love sounds, with each other after. Sounds very Buzzfeedy, not very New York Timesy. What was yeah. the, was the question? Will you fall in love with me? Otherwise, I will kill you. Uh, I think that possibly would work. one of them thirty six times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really drill that into them. <laughs> but by the end of it, I think you just had to stare at each other for four minutes. Four so, minutes. Well, yeah. you get to see every pore. You know, every. True. True. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. Intense eye contact. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. We should yeah. try that for our episode. We can. We can try to do like one of those. Um, you know, those blind. Uh, TV shows where they have like a divider between people and then they get, they ask questions and stuff mm. and then at the end they get to see who their person is and I, I they don't know if that'll not. work on a podcast when no one can see <laughs> that's what I'm saying it's okay. only through voice so you can't judge people on their appearance <laughs> okay you would okay. only get to but don't them. you need the reveal in the end yeah, to make it I, interesting <laughs> or like you don't we, you don't we even just want give that our part. reactions ah, to reveal. like oh man look yeah, who it is exactly <laughs> I it's not that person. That we just got to describe it to the, to the audience. Like, yeah. oh, he has, like, a round face. And <laughs> he's wearing glasses. We're, we're, we're very friendly to the visually impaired. This is our, <laughs> this is our service Access to Access and diversity. There you go. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, anyway, sh- we should uh, we should jump into our, our topic for today. Um, and Which actually, is? I wanted to play uh, TikTok by uh, by Kesha, by Kesha. Um, as the intro, but <laughs> I was pretty afraid we were gonna get copyright striked. Um, yeah. Is that is uh, our podcast like very um, sensitive to that? I don't know, but Have I don't want to. Scrub the audio much. Does okay. Spotify do that? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, with us being so well known now, I'm, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if Kesha listens. Right, yeah. right. Class she'd, action lawsuit. She'd probably recognize the song if. Recognize? Recognize. Record. Recognize. Oh, that was a premeditated pun that I didn't even realize. <laughs> you know, uh, we can we get like five seconds. Like I think five seconds is still fair use. It's just that Google and like companies don't really respect that. Interesting. So, I don't know why I called out Google. I just just don't want to. Calling out Google. <laughs> Sorry, Google. Which is not the topic of today. We're not getting into fair use again. No, yeah. but we are getting into Kesha. Well, not Kesha, but TikTok. Mm, not the Kesha TikTok. The other TikTok. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not not the clock either. Not the clock. <laughs> not. <laughs> not the dance move. Not the. Is there There's a, a dance, there a dance like, move? It's probably a dance move called TikTok, right? I can't imagine that. I mean, there are dance moves is it like on a TikTok. Clock? Yeah, like, that's what I'm thinking. Like you just move your arms like a clock. <laughs> you remember that TV show when we were kids? I don't know if you remember. There was the girl that would be comfy on the couch? floor. Yeah, comfy couch. <laughs> I was literally thinking the same thing. It was. And she she did it with her legs, right? And her arms. Yeah. She'd make like a clock on the floor. Yeah, that's, like, a, that's the next big thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, on the dance floor, you just everyone floor. just <laughs> lies down. That's what you do. Yeah, Jacques, you can make it a thing. Yeah, I'm gonna start it. It'll be like it'll be like the next Little Nas X song, mm. or whatever. Yeah, speaking of coach. Little yeah. Nas X, he started on TikTok. Exactly. That Isn't was that, that was the plan. I was trying to segue. Wow. Yeah, are you proud mm. of me? I'm. You you've come so far, Jacques. I know, right? Um, but he's now he's what the longest lasting artist on the Billboard Top 100 first yeah, place. He had the wow. longest streak of as a number one hit on the, on the Billboards. On Fun the fact: Billboards, He was supposed yeah. to come to UBC, but that yeah, and then he, out. what he like left? He canceled or something? Yeah, he last yeah. minute canceled. Which like he was supposed to perform, not attend the students. Ah, uh, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to clarify. Thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> he's like taking econ, you know. <laughs> Shows up with his book. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. I was trying to think of a, a pun with the song Econ, but <laughs> well, as long as we know what your intention was, you I'm know, we'll, take we'll laugh. Oh, graph to the Econ class. Gonna it's not bad. Charm. Yeah, we'll okay. take it. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> take it. we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. stop. We're not gonna cut it out. Wow. Or about us, I mean you, because you're the editor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll Chris conveniently I... leaves in all of his jokes. <laughs> Wait, I actually go through, and anything that I no longer find funny at the point of editing, I take out. <laughs> so. Yeah, but then I feel like the more you edit, the more you'll take out. Cause By the like... end of it, it's just... <laughs> Nothing's funny. Hello, yeah. and welcome to NSGKPU. Thank you for listening. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we so, are talking mm-hmm. about TikTok today. Yeah. And the reason why we're talking about TikTok is because it's been in the news quite a bit for reasons not related to what it actually does, which is... What is it? Yeah, what does it... I guess we can talk a bit about that. I'll, I'll let you guys get into that. Yeah, so I think uh, TikTok... Well, TikTok, first of all, is now one of the most popular video creation, I guess. It's just apps app- in general. I think, yeah, yeah that's true, that's Jeez. true. It's social media. I think it's considered social media, but that's in it, in it of itself like a little... Broad. Broad, yeah, because there's like payments involved. And in TikTok? 
Yes, there I did not are. Know that. So I can get into that a little bit later in terms of like how TikTok makes its money, how creators make their money. Um, but you have creators now that are like super, super famous that are only like famous within TikTok. Um, uh, yeah, but it's kind of like the vibe of TikTok is super meme-y, um, sometimes a little political, um, and people just it's the editing capabilities too are intense or, or like yeah it's you can do a lot with tiktok so it's really taken off um it actually started in china so when it first started almost all the content creators were from china and then it migrated over to north america so now it's it's crazy popular in north america um which is really interesting how it kind of bridged that gap and how now it's like a completely kind of west not completely but very big in in western is media. that partly because it purchased musically which was quite big in the north american market and it kind of gave them a way in yeah well i mean from the very beginning it was that like weird mix between the two so it was uh i think so it's a chinese parent company bite dance yes, i think Byte yeah bite dance and then it acquired musically i think in like 2017 which was a like an app that you would use to yeah. lip sync and, and kind of like karaoke and share the, like 15 second karaoke clips online mm-hmm, essentially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so now it's now it's a mix of both it's like it's um <laughs> shock shock still you know, you, you've improved but you still hit the, <laughs> you hit the mic again yeah, i wasn't even saying anything sorry it's okay that it just expect that it'll happen like at least once every episode um it's part of the the, the the ambience keeping up with the wait that's not her name uh hmm? keeping up with the <laughs> yeah, i was gonna keep up with the biz tech oh. like, <laughs> i thought that was our podcast name for a sec <laughs> um, it could be <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, so you can, like, lip sync and stuff, but there's also a lot of videos that are not, like, music-related that are also just, like, for example... Comedy, I think, is quite popular. Comedy, yeah, 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 yeah. And also, like, political commentary. Yeah, it was strange because I didn't really notice how popular it was Mm -hmm. until, like, during the winter break, like, when I was with, like, some of my friends, they, they started, like, opening the app, and I was like, wait, it's not just, like, a niche kind of... Thing. like seems like everyone's in on right. it yeah but i was like just me and my comp side bubble had no idea that this whole thing was like exploding all around you yeah yeah it's, it's quite interesting and i think um a, a big part of kind of the excitement of it is that these videos are limited to one minute right so it mm-hmm. forces people kind of like vine did you know rest in peace uh <laughs> yeah it forces you to be more creative and you can't just do 10 minute hour-long youtube videos you have to kind of force yourself. I know. I See, where I'm like, I don't know. For a while, I was very anti-TikTok just because, like, everyone was hopping on it. And it's like, it's the new Vine. I'm like, no, it is never going to be the new Vine. Um, just because I think it, the energy on it was just, is very different than Vine. How would you describe the change, the, the, the yeah. vibe? Okay, I think Vine is a lot more niche, and Vine is very comedy-focused. It's a lot more yeah. like, like I'm here for the punchline. Right. You know, like, I'm just trying to do something kind of whack and kind of weird and, like... Stand just, out. Yeah, stand out just for, like, a funny joke. Mm-hmm. Whereas TikTok can be... I don't know, like, like okay, you can kind of clearly tell if someone's trying to fake a video just to get a TikTok out of it now. I think it's because the energy is, like, a lot younger. 
Um, not yeah, yeah. And a lot of editing on TikTok exactly, makes it editing. more f- artificial. Mm-hmm. More than Vine. I think Vine, you you could just cut the videos, but you couldn't have, like, all those AI, like, looking at your face and it zooms in on you and yeah. that right. kind of like stuff. Like, it does know? that for you? Like, it does the zooming for you? On or? TikTok? Yeah. Well, you can make it oh. do that. Yeah. So, like, but you can impose, you can, there's, like, green screen capabilities, like, yeah. oh my goodness. within the app as well. It's very, very, like, highly editing exactly. suited. Yeah. Well, I heard ByteDance had a lot of, like, because they started off as, like, a news article oh, really? picking for you. Like, their first app was, like, the 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 app would pick news for you based off of your preferences, based off mm. their AI models. So maybe oh, so they, they are like in big data kind of. Yeah, they're in that like AI big data kind of thing. Again, ByteDance is the parent company that mm-hmm. owns TikTok. Yeah, so. and it is a Chinese company. So I think that that leads to some of these concerns that people have, which is, is TikTok secure, um, and does that have any. Uh, Significance the fact that ByteDance is a Chinese company and the fact that maybe ByteDance does have, you know, tech that is related to, like, data and... Well, what's the loss? Like, I mean, I'll I'll play devil's advocate here Mm -hmm. and say your videos are already on the Internet. Your photos are already on the Internet. Like, if China wants them, they could already get them. They don't need to build an app to get you to post videos on it. Your faces are all over YouTube. And when I say you, I mean, like, the collective creator community right what's the what's the difference with this they're not sharing any more information it's just other videos that they could get from youtube now yeah yeah i mean like i sorry go ahead in terms of like accessibility right it's way easier for them to filter i feel like to filter through the data if they already have it in like their formatted like nice little library it's Mm. much easier than scraping it from somewhere else um Mm -hmm. so in terms of ease of use and, like, it's also kind of scary how, like, you, you mentioned the demographic is, like, very young. That's true. That's a little concerning, right? In so terms it's focused of, like, on people who probably aren't on YouTube or creating yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, so that is another thing. Like, uh, a lot of these TikTok famous people have gained their fame purely just on TikTok and have gained mm. it really fast. And so you'll notice that they aren't on any other platforms, which is different, for example, whereas, like, people who are on YouTube often are famous on other platforms as well. And so how do you make money on TikTok? Is it the same as YouTube? Is there ads or what's the process like? So actually TikTok offers in-app purchases and so they do Mm. that through coins. Um, So you can kind of, it starts at like 100 for 99 cents. I believe that's US dollars, but don't quote me on that. I couldn't find a currency. So just assume (laughs) it's US dollars, I think. Um, 99 cents uh, yen? (laughs) Yeah, I know that's nothing. and then you can go up to 10,000 coins for 99.99, so like 100 $100. US dollars. And what you can do with that is as a TikTok user, I can gift these coins to like a favorite creator in return for digital gifts. And I don't really know what these digital gifts are, but I remember watching like a YouTube video before um, where someone was kind of like talk talking shit about uh Anyways, a little delayed, but yeah, they were talking, yeah, um, about a TikTok creator about how they were basically abusing the service and promising things like, oh, I'll like make a video, a specialized, yeah, a personalized video to you, like uh, a personalized message, like I'll, I'll, I'll send you a video saying like, hi. X name like hi Sarah like hi Michael John Buble sixty nine seventy two four twenty yeah, yeah, yeah. like right. nice to meet you like hope you're doing well whatever whatever like they would promise those things but like never do it but in exchange for coins I thought those electronic gifts were like guaranteed gifts from like 
like you know from the hard th- the software itself not from like the creator like as soon as you did it tiktok would yeah. send you an electronic gift. yeah like kind of like twitch have you mm. you know how twitch yeah, like yeah, yeah. you can yeah. donate to a follower and they'll get you like or to like a channel and they'll, you'll get like yeah. exclusive emojis and stuff like a badge or whatever yeah. so. I th- so i think part of it is that I, I also think there were instances of creators abusing this. Like on top uh, of that. Yeah, on top of that. Video or yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds exactly. a little, little sus. Wow. So that desperation for followers is crazy. I know. So I think all in all, it is a little sus. And the fact that all of this is so internal to TikTok, I think makes TikTok especially interesting. You know, like... Instagram does have like payment capabilities, yes, and there's like store and marketplace capabilities. But I think the fact that there's so much within just like this mobile application, um, I don't know. It, it is like, and All it's so one. new, yeah. It reminds me a lot of like Discord and Twitch, in which like mm. you kind of just all everything you gain is yeah. inside the service, which like I think is fine. I feel like Twitch has accumulated like a really good community mm-hmm. and like in, in terms of in terms of the internet communities i feel like twitch is one of the wholesome more wholesome ones mm. if, for yeah. those who don't know twitch is a video game streaming platform yeah. owned by amazon and discord is kind of like the slack for gamers mm. it's like yeah. a community and f- yeah. within discord you also kind of have like this currency system where you can yeah. get like certain premium things I, i'm not really like certain what it is but interesting that's kind of what they're trying to do so it seems like people are starting to move away. You know, they've realized how hard it is to fund your service through only ads. Mm-hmm. Saw the struggle that Snapchat was having and is still having trying to make revenues just from ads. The struggle Instagram had early on when it wasn't profitable and Facebook, you know, was like, how are we going to make money with it? And now they're slowly starting to roll out more direct methods of, you know, payment um, yeah. within the apps instead of just relying on ad revenues. I think that that it's a little messy, though, when you're talking about, like, uh, a content creator to um, content consumer, like, direct Mm -hmm. payments. Like, that's where it gets, yeah, I don't know. And I I, just a brief note about Twitch. um, Well, we had Game Tech this past weekend, and... Which, you know, if you guys remember, is our flight, well, our first gaming conference. It would be last weekend, the weekend before this when you hear this episode. Right, 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 right. It was Jan 19th. Um, and on the panel, one of the, uh, one of the panelists even said, like, a lot of um, Twitch streamers are moving towards TikTok. Um, which I it's think kind of, is like interesting. The opposite end of the spectrum. You go from, like, a five-hour stream yeah, like a 30-second video. Damn, yeah, and that they're probably, he said that they're probably getting more pull on TikTok than they are on Twitch. Which I'm not surprised about because I would be much more inclined to watch a 30-second mm-hmm. or one-minute video than a five-hour stream. Yeah, I just don't have time for a five-hour stream. But and I think most people are like In that. a five-hour stream, you make like, you probably make like way more money, right, from like donations or whatever. But how many five-hour streams can you do in five hours, and how many thirty-second TikTok videos can you make in five yeah. hours? Well, guys, someone has to do the math. Like, how many? How much money does yeah. a thirty-second yeah. video make you? Interesting. I, I mean, obviously, if they're moving over to TikTok, it must mean that it's economically more feasible, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's. I think it's it's um going to change the game. I didn't think TikTok was going to be going to last very long. Honestly, I thought it was kind of like a copycat of Vine, and right, people would right. see it that way, but. Yeah. No, it's really taken off. Yeah, I mean, that's the power of, like, network goods, right? Mm. Like, once people are on it, 
it, it becomes a thing because then you don't want to be the person that's not on it. And then it stays because pe- the fact that people are on it. It doesn't necessarily mean it, it has to be a good product. Also, like, that's I think true. the fact that it started out internationally, like in, in Asia, yeah. I think it kind of exploded in Asia first, right? Even, like, not just in China, but the other countries. So, like, right. it already had that momentum going forward, and they already had, like, international, I guess, personalities. So it's easy to kind mm. of move over here in North America. Do you, do you guys use TikTok? I have downloaded it once, and then I was on it for like an hour, and then I was like, uh, and then deleted it. I, I, I think like the interest is still there, um, and I, I think there are pockets of TikTok where definitely it's it's funny for me, like it aligns with my style of humor, but I don't know. There's still like a lot to navigate through it, and yeah, yeah. I haven't touched it yet. I, I get I'm pretty slow to get on these things, like took me a long time to get Instagram and whatever <laughs> so we'll yeah. see we're a little delayed what about what about you Chris would you would you get it slash like yeah so when it first started becoming popular I'm a big reddit fan right so mm-hmm. I, I heard about it early days on reddit people were talking about it and there was a lot of that discussion around who owns it and I saw that there was some videos about uh like the Uyghur concentration camps and stuff being taken off of TikTok so that kind of moderation that I was seeing wasn't really appealing to me. Um, so I just didn't want to support it because it didn't really align with my political and moral mm-hmm. views. But I can totally see that maybe mine was a little bit more distorted towards the negative and it's not quite as bad. Um, from what I've heard, ByteDance doesn't actually store any of the data in China. So they've tried to kind of distance themselves from China a bit and their uh, their policy, like their terms and conditions state that there should be no like political content. So you know, you could argue that the concentration camp stuff was political and not taken down because of it, like, affecting China negatively. I don't know if they take down negative things affecting the U.S. and stuff, so that would kind of change my opinion. But right. I, I probably won't use it. Um, I just recently discovered this week that the creators of Vine um, mm-hmm. created a new app. Yeah, it's called Byte. Um, spelled like the computer yeah. Byte. Um, and it's, again, six-second videos, a very like simple interface, very unique look to it. It's a little cartoonish, like really big blocks and like bright colors and all that. Um, so I, I start, I downloaded that and I'm checking it out, and it seems pretty interesting. But I already waste enough time on Reddit. I don't need another <laughs> app that's gonna like take up all my days. It kind of sounds like a direct competitor of. Yeah, they yeah. they marketed it as such. Oh okay. I, I feel like okay, there are a few things that uh, I feel like we should break down from what you said that maybe some listeners were unaware of that maybe yeah we should we should talk about so first thing um yeah there was a a tiktok user who posted um a a video i think commenting on the uyghur crisis um and that was that was taken down and by tiktok itself so yeah chris mentioned that um don't know if that's like because of china's political interests um, so there's that aspect. And then second thing, and we briefly mentioned this earlier, but it's idea of data storage. Mm. Um, and so I think even just people in the States have mentioned this to me, like my American friends. They're like, oh, yeah, but TikTok's owned by a Chinese company. And so, like, I feel like that in itself kind of has connotations. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so to my understanding, um yeah, to my understanding, all the data stored in the U.S. apparently with backups in Singapore. So the data itself isn't in China or necessarily like touched by, 
you know, people in China much, but I think there is a serious concern that people have with this idea that, like, you know, a Chinese company could moderate their content as well as, like, you know, touch their data. Um, and speaking of content moderation, uh, Facebook also had a say in that as well. Uh, or or specifically, specifically our good friend, our good friend Zuck. Zuck, Zuck, Zuck. Yeah. Facebook of all places, of all companies. <laughs> I know. Who would ever expect? You know, I'm, I'm really glad Facebook's standing up for, for privacy and human rights. Because, <laughs> quite frankly, who else is going to stand up for us? Yeah. If it's not going to be Zuckerberg, then who? <laughs> He's a man of the people. Exactly. <laughs> Zuck 2020. Yeah. But he actually, he mentioned, he called out TikTok in the Georgetown speech that we had mentioned, I think, two or three episodes ago. Um, the one where he talked about censorship and how he called for free speech. Felt like such a long time ago. Ca- yeah, I know. How how far we've come. Yeah. Oh, how far we've come. Yeah, we avoided World War Three, and <laughs> yeah. we're in the middle of a, a worldwide fire. outbreak, and half a continent is burning. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, speaking of coronavirus, I think there has been a an outbreak in Richmond, BC. Wait, today? Not today, like but recently, like I recently. All right. So, and then there's, it's in on. Seattle too. So I've we're enough, surrounded. I've played enough Plague Inc. to know that I'm going to Greenland <laughs> <laughs> before they close the borders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just go to Iqaluit, you know, like Nunavut. That's far enough. Yeah, but you see the problem with going up north is now that the the polar ice caps are melting, all of the mm-hmm. viruses and diseases that have been caught up in right. the, since the the is that how it works? the last ice age are starting to melt. Is that how it works? Is that why we're getting airborne? Yeah, they're diseases? all coming out, and people like scientists are saying that climate change is one problem, but like the bubonic plague strain that hasn't been seen since like the last ice age coming oh alive God. again is going to be the real problem. <laughs> it's like uh, oh you know God. that episode of Futurama where um, Fry. And I don't know if you know anything about Futurama. Yes, I know like, something. So basically, the main character is from a thousand years in the past. Yeah. So he's in year three thousand. He's yeah. from our age. Um, he basically gets the common cold, and they're like, "Wait, you have the common cold? That was extinct like a thousand years ago." And then oh, they all yeah. realize they're gonna die from it because like, <laughs> no one's used to it. Anymore. Yeah, it's crazy. So that, yeah, that's literally we're gonna get like the diseases that were around during literal mammoth and <laughs> saber tooth tiger times. That's oh my fun. god. Yeah, so this is gonna be a fun time. This is just coronavirus is just like a, a, a this is like a warm up. You know it's the free trial. Yeah. When before you buy the game, this is the free trial. You get to test yeah. out our uh, response. Isn't climate change fun, guys? <laughs> so why don't you make a TikTok about it? I'm sure there is. I'm sure, <laughs> sure there there's is. many. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you, unless you had something else you wanted to discuss. Oh, just uh, about how um, I think it's just funny. Well, just very clearly that uh, Zuckerberg is calling out TikTok for possible censorship, or that he doesn't like TikTok because they beat him to the game. It's just very (laughs) clearly transparent that Facebook wanted that market and wanted a video creating social media app like Mm. TikTok and wasn't able to get to it as fast. And I actually even think I read an article that um, Facebook was trying to buy Musical.ly before that acquisition happened. It makes sense because, yeah. I mean, Facebook's demographic right now, the actual Facebook itself is more like, what, Old 30 people. to 50? Yeah. Instagram is probably like 20 to 30 primarily. Yeah. And TikTok's aiming for like the 14 to 20. Yeah. Oh, so supposedly 14. Like, I feel like there's a lot of younger people on there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably like 10 to 20, yeah. you know? So mm-hmm. if Facebook had 
that market as well they'd have like 10 to 60 everyone they need who can potentially purchase anything yeah yeah right everyone there except us millennials it's on only Reddit. so they can protect them right like yeah. protect the rights you know exactly you know protect free speech because yeah. that's what facebook stands for amen oh, <laughs> <laughs> um yep what could, ha, ha, do you guys have like a, a favorite uh favorite tiktok or uh or a favorite uh i've seen a total of like three and which so one's your favorite shock there was one where like <laughs> there's these birds like these pet birds and the guy was trying to, he like because you know birds are or parrots are like very musically intelligent musically music ah wow. yes musically intelligent he was like singing a song and they were all like you know bobbing their heads to it and then it's really was, cute yeah it was really cute that was surprisingly wholesome. I was expecting yeah. something like oh, political. I've, I've seen like three videos, and that was like one of them. Aww. So, I appreciate that stuff. I've I've seen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> I saw one recently that was on uh, one of the UVC meme accounts. That was pretty funny. It was like a guy who was like. Um, like, if I don't respond to you within 24 hours, I'm just, like, calculating the marginal benefit, okay? It's <laughs> so just, like, just, like, relax. It sounds so yeah. fine. And it was, it was, it was pretty funny. That was pretty that's funny. That's good. Nice. That's the most recent one. I don't know why I'd say it was the best. It's yeah. just the one that's, like, you know, in my head right now. What about you, Chris? Uh, I've only seen, like, two, I think, so. But the one that was quite popular that I saw was this, uh, um, like, person bobbing like singing along it was what was it? it was like a song about the australian fires and they were saying you know animals are dying trees or whatever and then the the song went you know i don't care or something like that and then another image of like forest burning and stuff happening and it's like yeah the world's like i don't care and then the last image was like notre dame you know oh, burning yeah, and then yeah. the the person was like we got to do something or whatever the song said something i was, I was like, like where is this going it's going really dark yeah yeah so that's another thing it, it was a comparison commentary. yeah right. between the reaction yeah, yeah. to the actual wildfires and then like notre dame burning and being like gotta donate you know it kind of feels like it's like memes in video form like instead of the yeah that's what i'm saying it's very it. meme you just yeah. yell it i'm okay with that because i've seen like an exact same meme of what you just described but like in a picture you know mm-hmm. like yeah, it's like the video version of that. Yeah, no, I, I think that's um, a easier way. I think we grew up seeing memes and pictures, mm-hmm. and so we were like, I know I appreciate a good picture meme, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. the new generation enjoys more maybe more visual meme that's like yeah. reactionary. Yeah. It's like h- how can they like uh, make things as fancy as possible? It's like editing and like all these capabilities of like yeah. like adding layers to memes. Wait, speaking uh, of memes, yeah. sorry, I'll let you finish. No, no, no. no. Not to say that it's, like, necessarily better, because I, I don't know. I agree. I'm a good fan. I'm a big fan of, like, a good, like, tier seven picture meme. Right. And, and speaking seven. of which. Tier seven. I'm going to take us on a tangent here. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Jacques about this on the way here. Like, are memes considered art? A hundred percent. It's the diction. It's the way the layout of the photo. It's, like, <laughs> like the fonts. There's many nuances. There's the so many. Yeah. There's so many nuances. I think the meta changes so fast. Too. Yeah. Like, oh you know, God. You know how, like, in museums, it'd be like, oh, it was the Victorian era of art, and then it's, like, the Renaissance era. I, I'm completely getting this wrong, but, you know, like, the Baroque era, and then the... Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. it'll be, like, the, yeah, yeah, the, tw- yeah, yeah. the January 2018, and then the... <laughs> The June 2018. It was the Pikachu yeah. era. Yeah, and the SpongeBob shit. era. Yeah. Okay, and if you like, like, take it even at a macro level, you got like, like the early 2000s and like the 2010s. Fail blog. Yeah, Those when it's right? like all the block text with just like the one nine photo. Gag. Yeah, yeah the- nine gag, like Imgur, like that Imgur. kind of. Yeah. 
Yeah, could you imagine in 20 years walking into like 4chan? The, oh, oh no, my God. let's not get into that. <laughs> walking into the like museum of natural memory. Natural. And then, you know, yeah. Of, <laughs> in, in uh, I don't know, what's like a meme city? Detroit. <laughs> really? No, Florida. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Florida, sorry. Florida. Yeah. Florida's yeah, not a city. Okay. But, yeah. okay, okay, but you get what I mean. Miami. 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 No, actually, no, it's not. Miami's not Jacksonville. Yeah, but Florida's a state. Just, just take Florida, Florida man. Yeah. Um, walking into the museum and it's like you know all of these like decent memes lined up yeah. and there's like a line to walk into the you know the SpongeBob meme. Uh, yeah. And then the it's like, there's a bulletproof glass. There's security. <laughs> you have to like wait in line. It's like this tiny meme in the far edge of the room and everyone's like crowding around and trying to take well, a picture. Well, here's the thing, right? Like since memes aren't handmade, yeah. like literally by hand, you can. You don't, there's no inherent value in, view, in viewing one in a museum. What if it's signed so, by the original creator? Oh, but well. it's so hard to track down original yeah, creators. The, that's true. Like, User slash uh, your XD mother sixty nine. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what I love about meme culture. It's like such a community, you know. And it's like you build on everything else. Yeah, it's like. Uh, and it's like inside jokes, but like at the same time, like it's an inside joke that millions of people get. But at the same time, millions of other people don't get. Yeah. I don't know. I love memes. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that tribute, um, let's take a quick sponsor ad break, and uh, and we'll be back. This episode of An Uneducated View On is sponsored by BizTech, UBC's largest technology and business club. The upcoming events for BizTech are... Uh, uh, Sony? Uh, <laughs> 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 We were really put on the spot there. But yeah. yes, yes, that is true. Uh, we have World of Animation coming up, I believe, on Feb 6th. Um, and so Sony Pictures Image... Sony, Sony Image Works Pictures? Sony <laughs> I think it's Sony Picture Image Works. So, no, Sony Image... <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> okay, neither Sony. The, <laughs> the part that does pictures yeah, okay. and images the, <laughs> and works. And it does work, yeah. The animation part of Sony is coming in. Um, specifically, one of the um, one of the guys who was working on the team that did Spider Verse, he's gonna come in and talk about you know the world of animation, the industry, how to get involved, um, what the behind the scenes is like, both on the technical side and more of the creative art side. Um, and it's gonna be super cool and really interesting, especially because animation is uh, an industry that's really taking off in Vancouver. Um, so, yeah, and Spider-Verse was a production that was done by a Vancouver team. So, oh, wow. yeah, exactly, yes. if you did not go know Vancouver. that, go Vancouver. Yeah, artists, designers, creators, gamers, even regular people, come <laughs> here, come all, join us. Yeah, for, for a, world a magical of world of animation. All right, back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> So what's, Our, what's next, Chris? Yeah, so um, next up, I want us to jump into a tech off. Dun, dun, dun. I Surprise tech off. Uh, so our, our second topic of the day is a little bit, not a lot. Don't, don't, don't be afraid, people. We're just mm-hmm. going to dip our toes into a bit of American politics because the election's coming up this year. You know, you got to yes, stay yes, woke. Yes. You got to know what's happening. Uh, yeah, no we hot have. takes. We're not gonna have any like crazy. Right. No. Not not right now. Yeah, no, but nothing yet. Oof, nothing no. yet, but maybe in the future. If, just, if, just if you comment in our in our Facebook post, like, hey, that was like, I wanted more spiciness. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll, um, we'll, we'll make some audible audible memes. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll um, Whoa. rant through that. What would future. that be? Could we have audible memes? 
I like, think you mean gifs, but like with what? audio, like like non visual memes, like just oh. audio memes. Are those just called jokes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I we're going backwards. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back <laughs> in my day. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that is just a joke, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. It's kind of just Eye what opening. we try to do. Like yeah, it's like it's like what if we had episode. what if we had TikTok but in long form, like at least thirty <laughs> minutes. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, we can call it something about like you being on the internet. So it's like YouTube because oh, you're like wow. on the internet, you know? Yeah, that's that's brilliant. You should, you know, have you have you ever worked at at Google? You should try. I should pitch it to them. You should pitch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll take it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and so YouTube was born. Yeah, from this podcast. Yeah. Listen yep. to you great ideas. You're hearing you know? it here first, guys. This is a exactly. rebroadcast. This was actually originally broadcast in 2004. Yeah. <laughs> so this is yeah, just we were uh, talking about TikTok, the um, <laughs> web app. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> www. Dot when when we say tablet, <laughs> we mean stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so um, for this tech off, uh, I'm gonna give you the topic of American politics, mm-hmm. um, and I want to see what kind of tech. You facts you have Wait, to compete against tech. each other. Oh, my my. Okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Um, and while Jacques frantically searches for a, a tech <laughs> fact, yeah, I completely forgot. I'll about let this. Steph go first. Uh, okay, so <laughs> uh, this isn't a tech fact, so I'm sorry. Or just a U.S. political yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, uh, I'm sure everyone was a little sad after finals. Um, but that's okay, because did you know that Bernie Sanders maintained a low GPA throughout his entire college career oh, wow. with a lowest of 2.5? Percent? <laughs> Two, no, GPA, oh, GPA of 2.5. Oh, okay. Uh, what, on, a 4.0, that, like? on a 4.0 scale. Well, what does that like translate to in like grades? I don't know. Because you don't use GPA I have, here. So I have I'm no like, idea. I can search that right now. Why don't, why don't we just have one standard for grades, you know? Like either pick percentages, GPA, and every university does it the same way instead of like okay, something. 2.5 is like uh, like mid-70s. Actually, wait. Mid-70s is okay. Wait. This <laughs> totally took away my... I feel like the scale is kind of off. Wait. You know? The scale must be off. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, you I think know 2.5, it feels like 50. <laughs> Yeah, but. just just call it like a C. Just say <laughs> say it was a C. Yeah, he was just too busy um, advocating for you know people's rights and probably. advocating for education while he was busy not you getting know educated. getting edu- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I mean, you know what they say: um, C's get to run for political office. <laughs> so and might possibly you know win primaries yeah. maybe. So all you kids out there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now I'll pass it off to Jacques. Yeah, you know, um, I totally didn't learn this like 30 seconds ago. But um, when I first heard um, Andrew Yang's like kind of... 30 seconds ago when no, you no, first when heard... No, no, not of Andrew Yang's. <laughs> okay. Let me finish. Like about his political campaign yeah. with like kind of like a dear... Like kind of going with the Asian memes. Like he called... Like one of his campaign slogans is like math. Yeah. I thought it was literally like just math, like mathematics. Yeah. But it actually has, it has meaning. It's like an acronym. It means um, make America think harder. Oh, oh, very yeah. clever! Yeah, oh. thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> I thought it was literally. I thought he was just like making fun of Asians, like you yeah. know, like math. Let's go. Well, was it was it um, Jacques' fact is sponsored by Wikipedia. Yeah, brought to you by. Um, both very good facts. Um, I I 
you know, I respect the fact that Steph had a fact ahead of time, but she didn't really fact check her own fact <laughs> and realize that it wasn't that exciting That's of a true. fact. That's true. Okay, but, you know, what I've learned in stats is that you can manipulate things to make it sound more interesting. So if I said it 2.5 on a 4.0 scale, it sounds lower than if I were to say it the other way. Yeah, that's So just stick true. with that. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have just left it, you know, and, and let me assume that it was 2.5%, and then I would be like, wow. 2.5% on like he, what? He just didn't pass. Like average. Yeah. He just didn't pass like, <laughs> Anything. All. Yeah, he just never went to class. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give this one to Jacques. I wow, that. last I minute. That. Cool. Math. No, Always that was a good. I, honestly, I'm a supporter of Andrew Yang, so nice. that's I, that I found we, that We got a Yang ganger. Yeah. I mean, not, it's house. not like I can vote or anything. I'm not American. <laughs> yeah, are you even allowed to say that? Like, what if, what if, yeah. what if you get fined? <laughs> or is that like interfering in yeah, a international interference? Yeah. It's like the, Russia does that for a living. The typical Canadian that's more interested in American politics. Yeah, I remember <laughs> on, Red, on Reddit, they were like, Reddit had posts about like, to donating to Bernie Sanders, and they were like specifically like, if you're not American, please don't donate because you'll get like fined and arrested. Or oh, whatever. really? Or like, really? Not, not arrested, but like, it's like really illegal to oh, do that. Shoot. So, yeah. So, Chris, how does this lead into uh, second half, or you know, yeah. th- our our next little topic, our preface into politics? So, a, a big topic of conversation in the political atmosphere in Mm -hmm. southern of our border that was a really terrible sentence uh essentially what's Mm -hmm. happening more recently is there's a lot of talk about airtime and how different candidates are getting different amounts of airtime um this specifically relates to you know quote-unquote front runners like um grandpa joe and uh Mm -hmm. grandpa joe i mean you know (laughs) really the old one here is is bernie but that's true aren't they both pretty old yeah they're 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 both both pretty pretty old old. i think old in terms of like like age yes (laughs) old as yeah i was just gonna say old in terms of like ideas let's yeah I mean, Bernie's pretty progressive. No, that's what I mean. Oh, um, that's okay. what I'm saying. Gotcha. I and mean, then Grandpa Joe is but a suiting, is suitable name. Mm, I see. Yeah. I see. Uh, so I agree. So, so you know, uh, the establishment has primarily given more airtime to people like Joe Biden. Um, and then Bernie, I think, just because he's so popular. But then other candidates like uh, Andrew Yang have been mm-hmm. kind of shafted a little bit in terms of yeah. their, uh, their, their coverage. Especially in the last debate, Andrew Yang didn't make it because yeah. he... Apparently, based on someone's polling, they didn't take all the polling into account, and he didn't have enough um, support, even though he says he did. Um, He's been on the steady incline in terms of uh, his uh, polling points. He's still around like 6%, isn't he? Yeah, Whereas I think Bernie just recently overtook Biden. He's up to like 27, and Biden's at like 24. Mm. So Mm. Bernie's now technically the front runner. Um, but it even, doesn't feel like it in the well, media. No, because did you guys hear about the last debate? What happened? No. So Bernie was asked by one. It was moderated by CNN, so they hosted okay. the debate, which is a whole another topic of conversation whether the news should be able to host a debate. Right. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so CNN was hosting, and one of the moderators from CNN asked Bernie. Um, apparently, someone announced or it leaked that Bernie once said that a woman can't be president. And they asked him, Bernie, did you ever say that a woman can't be president? And mm-hmm. he said, no, that was taken out of context. Um, he was saying that uh, that Trump would use the fact that a woman is running as president as, like, ammo against them. But he didn't say they couldn't become president. Well, that is awfully twisted. Yeah, and yeah. then, yeah. So, so the moderator asked him, Bernie, have you ever said 
that a woman can't become president. And Warren's like, no, that doesn't make sense. It's taken out of context. And then the moderator goes and he, she, uh, she asks Warren, um, Senator Warren, what do you think about Bernie saying that women can't become president? Oh and then he, Bernie's reaction on the stage, he's like, what just happened? Oh, that's um, ridiculous. It was, it, and it kind of caused a firestorm. And then Warren, uh, some people say she kind of fed it a bit and she, her team leaked the source. So then it started this like whole beef between Biden supporters or Bernie supporters and mm-hmm. Warren supporters, even though Warren and Bernie are kind of for a lot of policies aligned, yeah. they're fairly yeah. close. And like so, compared to like Biden. Exactly. They're both pretty progressive and have a lot of the same ideas. But I think Bernie is a little bit more socialist. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, it was um, this news media kind of distorting a bit. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because I, the most American, most of my American news comes from Reddit. And then if like you only go on Reddit, you'll feel like Bernie's like God's the, given gift. Yeah, like everyone loves Bernie. <laughs> He's like basically the only candidate you should consider yeah, at all. 100% yeah. support. But, but like if you go anywhere else, it's like not like that. Yeah, you know? Facebook is very big on um, Warren and. Oh, really? Yeah, and. Uh, uh, Yang as well. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like you just kind of think you're the only market, or not the only market, but like the only group of people, and like everyone that you're with is just like everyone. Like, I remember I was, uh, you, I remember um, I was listening to this episode of Hello Internet. Like, you know Hello Internet. Mm-hmm. There's another podcast that me and Steph are a fan of. And one of the hosts is British, and he was saying how, like, when the votes for Brexit came in, they were so shocked because they never actually, like, talked to or really met anyone that voted to, to leave right or like mm-hmm. vice versa no one on the on the side that voted to leave ever talked to people that said they wanted to stay right so they were mm-hmm. not shocked they were like oh of course everyone wants to leave like that's the only type of people i talk to yeah so obviously you want to leave so like it's kind of the same thing where if you go on reddit you're like everyone loves bernie how could he not win right and you kind of stay within um, your own circle yeah this is actually one of the things that came up recently with joe rogan who is another famous podcaster we're really just joe like reagan Joe is it, Rogan. Is it Rogan? Okay, yeah. actually, I actually have no idea. Um, He's just, coming to Vancouver. How is he? Yeah, yeah, he is. We're just advertising a ton of podcasts today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, still listen to ours, yeah. obviously. <laughs> so Joe Rogan has, like, I think he's the number one podcaster. Um, and he does, like, interview shows. Mm-hmm. And so he interviewed Bernie earlier this year. And then, like, a week ago or two weeks ago on his show, someone asked him who he's going to vote for. And he said Bernie. And then Bernie retweeted that. And he was like, because Joe Rogan's huge, right? He has a ton yeah. of listeners. So then Ber- Bernie retweeted it and people got really mad because they accused like Joe Rogan has a ton of people on his show, like people from all different spectrums. And he tends to have a lot of like right wing people mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. left wing people. Mm-hmm. So stuff like Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro and uh, Alex Jones. And mm-hmm. so Ber- a lot of critic criticism came from the fact that people think he's right wing because he hosts these like right wing people. So does he host these people because he like likes them or he, he like wants to just have a new perspective? So that's what? what he says. He says he's just he's not going to just have people who he agrees with on the show because he's oh, already sure. sharing those ideas. He wants his ideas to be challenged and have perspectives that he doesn't already have because um, it's not really as interesting to listen to two people who agree talk to each right. other because it's just sorry. Um, that was on me, and not shock. Uh, oh, is it defaults to me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the reputation. I know. We kind of expect you now. Um, so he, you know, he he's argues that 
they should have more right wing people and that his a lot of his viewpoints are actually left wing. And so Bernie had to put out a statement. It was actually a very clever statement. He's like, yeah, no was... matter what your opinions are or like what you see, if you support the Bernie camp, you know, we're not going to compromise our values. But if you support our values, you know, we're going to take all the support we can get because we need everyone on board to, to take out Trump. It was like a very non-offensive and like inclusive statement that people really And liked. that was supposed to help neutralize the people who were what angry at at the support Joe, from Joe. Rogan. Correct. At, at Bernie like accepting and in- endorsing the support from Joe Rogan. Right, right, right. Why? Because people I feel like people are so like sensitive to like associations nowadays. Last well, thing is you yeah. can't associate with anyone who d- disagrees with you because yeah. then you're labeled as like one of them. Where if you just want to have a conversation with people who you yeah. you know see a different perspective, you could still have your own values if you talk to people who don't have those yeah. values. Yeah, exactly. Like, why, why, what's the harm? Like, I don't understand. I mean, like, the only way to change someone's mind is to talk to them. So, exactly. Like, it's kind of hard to, and like, also, yeah. it's the whole bubble thing, you know. You, mm-hmm. Everyone's in their own bubble. And if, if someone crosses over, it's like, everyone just goes, goes to, like, you know, crazy. It's supported by all of our technology because the more all technology wants to give us is more of what we can consume, right? Like YouTube wants to give you videos you're going to watch and For Google sure. wants to give you results you're actually going to click on. And so it gives you things that you're most likely to agree with so that you can continue watching them instead of being offended. So do you think some of this is fueled or uh, some of this is in within the context of the 2016 election with, you know, the micro-targeting and the kind of Cambridge Analytica? Exactly. Yeah. So you think people are a little bit more sensitive to all of that because of what happened in the past? Yeah. Or do you think it's just kind of the way everyone's moving towards like regardless? Like, do you think people would have been like people are like this? A society would have been like this regardless of that um, scandal? Yeah, I mean, I've heard this has been coming a long time. Like, even back when we were in, in high school, elementary yeah. school, people were saying elementary that... school. Or middle school, sorry. <laughs> um, people were saying that your search results give you what you want to see. And yeah. so you kind of get sucked into that silo. And this is why I've always encouraged people to use search engines like DuckDuckGo or even better, Ecosia, which... Mm-hmm. Um, plants a tree for every every 40 searches or 45 searches that you do. They plant a tree somewhere in the world. Um, and I just changed that as my default search engine. And because it doesn't track you, neither of these search engines track you, uh, it means that your results are not based or biased based on what you would like to see. It's just purely based on the keywords that you put in, what the most likely result is. And so you get a much more unbiased source. And you can test it out if you go to Ecosia and you use their search engine, search the exact same topic you would search in Google. And you'll see that your results are completely different. Um, and even and if you search not, something political. It's not just localization bias because I know Google, like, um, they put stuff that's Canadian first, right? It's yeah. not just that? Or? You, you have a toggle that you can select Canadian or non-Canadian oh, okay. mm. in your search results. And, yeah, so I highly recommend it. I mean, I've been using it. it you, it's, it's not as good as Google, obviously, because they don't have a ton of money like it right. in terms of the personalization aspect, so it won't find... I guess that's the point, though, but right? that's kind of yeah. what you want, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, it takes a bit of time to get adjusted to it. Yeah. But then I set it my default, and I checked, like, two days ago. I've been using it for about a month, and I had, like, 1,500 searches. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, you know... Many trees. So many trees. And it's, like, <laughs> just by doing a regular activity that yeah. you can make a great that's, impact. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, I think people are. Oh wait, no. I'm curious though. Um, for oh, sorry. I'm curious though, cause like, um, did is it Bernie supporters that are mad, or is it like Bernie people that are against Bernie that are mad about the whole? Drummer yeah, I can't really tell, right? That's the thing. It seems to people who are against Bernie, like, did you hear what Hillary Clinton said last week? She was like. 
Bernie is like nobody likes him and Wait, nobody last wants to week? work with him. Yeah, last week she said nobody likes Bernie, nobody wants to work with him. Um, he's a terrible candidate, and people should just stop like supporting him. Well, I thought he, I thought that was a quote from no, like, this was last week that she said it. Really? Yeah, in you know, like wow. a why? Why press. was that? Um, or what? Why um, did she say that? I don't know. She's very like moderate. Right. Democrat. She she loves the establishment, right? Yeah, mm. and and so and then people were saying like this is pretty much like an endorsement for Bernie if you get like a, <laughs> a dislike from Hillary Clinton. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. Um, but it, to answer your question, it did seem like it was a lot more people against Bernie who are like um, pushing Bernie supporters to be more p- angry. Mm. Um, but it didn't seem to work. Bernie kind of shut it down. Yeah. There's also a really good meme that was coming up this week. Oh, the financial support. Yeah. Yeah, check yeah. it out. If you if you can, search up uh, Bernie, uh, I need your financial support meme. Yeah. Um, and it's like Bernie in one of his campaign videos asking people <laughs> for money. And then they kept changing the captions, like college students coming home after three weeks. Yeah, it's he's like, like, I am once again asking for financial, financial support. support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do good. think like every time we, I think politics is inherently intertwined with you know we touch on it media yeah as well as how we consume media and that then kind of leads to well you know how we interact with others how we interact with other people's opinions i mean all of it is just such like it's so messy sometimes but i think all of us can agree that like you just have to you have to expand that i don't know and i think some people are just so set in needing to validate their opinions that they just don't, they just feel too scared. I guess is that too harsh? How, to say? how can you I don't do it? Know. Can you give? Can you give our listeners a uh, a way that they can challenge mm. their opinions if if they want to? How can they go about doing that? Because it's easier said than done. I yeah. think. For me, at least, what I always do is I always ask questions before anything. You know, like, if I meet someone new, like, I always ask them questions about their perspective before I give mine, just because I want to hear their thoughts. And then I can then I, I can gauge their opinion, and then I can say, like, oh, okay, well, but, you know, you think that? Well, this is kind of what I think, and what do you think about what I just said? And then have a discussion based on that, rather than just kind of, like, brute forcing, like, hi, I have an opinion on this, <laughs> like, what, like, believe in what I think Um, and being able to kind of approach everything with an open dialogue. I think by doing that and just kind of starting everything with questions first, like you, you automatically leave yourself open for, for conversation and you leave yourself more approachable um, for that. I Uh, I feel like in these communities, like we're in a university and it feels like everyone kind of, everyone you talk to has similar opinions already it's like difficult even if you like could you imagine if um if you were like i don't know in the middle of uc berkeley and you're like a trump supporter like right. how would you even yeah. you'd be too scared to say anything right like here too like you wouldn't want to say anything like that are, goes against the normal college norms you know like we already get we already hear so much about people like getting angry at True. universities so yeah. you know I, I i might this might be controversial and you might disagree with me ubc free speech Oh, I wasn't going to go that. But I was going to say, go on YouTube and search up Jordan Peterson, search up Ben Shapiro, and watch a couple of their videos. You know, you don't have to agree with what they're saying, but at least it gives you an idea of what their supporters and what the people on their perspective are seeing the world like. 
Um, and maybe you will find some things that you do agree with. I'll say, um, like I, I mentioned this before, but my views on gun rights changed drastically when I started interacting with people who were gun owners. Up until mm-hmm. that point, I had only talked to people who were against guns. So my perspective was entirely against guns. And then I actually talked to gun owners. I went to a gun range, tried it out, saw that it was not that big of a deal and that we have a lot of restrictions here in Canada that make it quite safe. And my views completely changed. So it's very possible if you, if you, you know, engage mm-hmm. a little bit and put some effort that you could see things a bit differently. Yeah. I think just also put yourself actively, try and put yourself in situations. If you see the opportunity, like Chris said. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, or actually like listen to the, listen to the first half of Jordan Peterson's book. Yeah. Because before I didn't even know he was like a right wing person. Yeah. He's like, a professor. Everyone was just like, yeah. oh, it's a good, it's a good self-help book. And right. I was like, okay, I'll listen to self-help. I have book. it on hold. Yeah. It was very, <laughs> it was a very strange experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it worth How reading? Because so? um, like he kind of goes on a stream of consciousness every chapter. And it's, okay. since it's an audio book, it was just like chaos. <laughs> like there was no structure. Right. He like, mm. you know how it's like called 10 rules to life. Yeah. So one rule would be like, keep your house in order. Yeah. He'd go on like a 30 minute rant about like just different things that I didn't really like it didn't really seem to flow together and at the end he'd be like keep your house in order and I was like wait <laughs> where did this you <laughs> so know do you recommend keep your words like, in order man. yeah do you recommend reading yeah I think it? I'd recommend reading it more because well, yeah. uh, listening it was kind of like yeah. a, a shit okay. storm um, I'll let you know I, I think I'll be getting it in a couple weeks so <laughs> yeah. I'll try it out mm. cool well with that I think we will end this segment um, yes. do you guys want to go into your suggestion box and uh, give an F with stuff or do you want to do the uh, uh, onion? Um, I mean, do you have an F today? I do have an F, but the F is kind of a it's it's a general F. It's a general. Yeah, I have a. It's an F that I think people have probably yeah, have probably heard. All right, well then let's do our uh, let's start with the F and we'll go to the box and then we'll wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm unfortunately I feel like this would is still going to be a problem by the time this episode comes up. But as you know, uh, Australia is burning. Um, And I think that everyone knows that Australia is burning, but, you know, a symptom of how much we are online right now and how many problems that we see is the fact that, like, we often get fatigued by what, yeah, all the the issues that we see. And so I think, like, a lot of people are, are concerned about Australia but don't know how to help and then they get, you know tired of the fact that they're always overwhelmed by, like, problems in the world. And so... I'm here to give you concrete ways that you can actually help out in Australia. Um, So one thing that you can do is support local Australian firefighting services. Um, So you can actually support the actual firefighters. Um, So you can donate to the Country Fire Authority in uh, in Victoria, um, or you can give to the local firefighting brigades through the NSW Rural Fire Services link. So um, I think Chris can help put those links up on the description. Yep. you could also help uh, the families and children. Um, so there's also another link. I, I can't like find the title for the link, so we'll just put that up as well. You can also help uh, just donate to the world, the WWF, the World Wildlife Fund. Um, they'll help with you know all the habitat destruction and as well as you know supporting the animals who are like struggling through all this. Um, and there's also specific charities that are helping the koalas because uh, the koala population i guess specifically is being like damaged and 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 yeah i can't think of a better word but yeah you know you get endangered, what i mean I guess. endangered yeah. yeah 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 actually steve Irwin's family runs um uh mm. animal hospital oh um and they really they've saved about ninety thousand animals since they first started their hospital and now they have a ton of koalas and animals coming into their hospital so you can donate i'll put the link for that too 
That's very cute. Yeah. yeah, well, that's a great idea. And then lastly, um, I mean, there's a bunch of others, but I think Red Cross, Australian Red Cross, mm-hmm. is also a good one because they just help, um, I think, for emergency funds and emergency services. Yeah. Save the $5 from a coffee this week and pass it on to, uh, to a koala. Yeah. Here you go. There's the F. Thank you, Steph, for your F. And now I'll go to get the suggestion box from Jacques. I feel like my suggestion box has, like, nothing to do with that. Like, it was so... That was that was a good way to, like, to end, you know? Maybe I'll hold it off till next week. Yeah? Yeah, that was, like, a good... You know, I like that. <laughs> a nice, wholesome way to end. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, tune in next week to hear Jacques' suggestion box. Um, no, now there's going to be hype about next it. Episode. No, I can't, I can't <laughs> do too much pressure, man. <laughs> okay. uh, thanks again for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Um, leave us a review if you enjoyed it. Don't leave us a review if you didn't. And uh, Or, you know, do because we, we encourage open dialogue, right? <laughs> yes, we want the other opinions, too. Yes. We don't yes. want just our fans. Darn, you guys got me. <laughs> We don't have to tell Chris. We can just, like, we'll know ourselves. And, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. We'll maybe tell Chris if, he, if he's up If in he the can mood. take it. Yeah, if he can take it. <laughs> I might need a, a bit of time. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, thanks again, guys. Um, we are sponsored by BizTech. Um, don't forget to check us out at ubcbiztech.com. Mm-hmm. And we hope you have a fantastic week. Yeah. Thanks, Bye-bye. everyone.